Entrepreneur on Fire 845. And a birthday shout out to my father, Arthur Hugh Dumas. Happy birthday, Dad. Love ya. John Lee Dumas and the WebinarCourse.com have arrived. Create amazing webinars in 10 days and ignite. Focus on what you do best and let CallRuby handle your calls. Visit callruby.com slash fire and use promo code FIRE. In addition to your 14-day free trial, you'll receive 5% off plans plus free activation. Looking for detailed advice on making smart investments? Order the Understanding Investment Series with my special offer from The Great Courses. Visit thegreatcourses.com slash fire. That's thegreatcourses.com slash fire. Fire Nation, the countdown has commenced. John Lee Dumas here, and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, Steve Dar. Steve, are you prepared to ignite? I am so prepared to ignite. Yes. Steve is the founder of Conversion for Good, an agency that helps businesses with a mission and purpose increase sales through conversion optimization. He is also the author of the recent book, Profit Hacking, which teaches entrepreneurs how to focus on the key parts of their business that can spur fast, significant growth. Steve, give Fire Nation just a little insight about you personally. Now expound upon yourself in the biz. Absolutely. So a little bit about me. I used to work at a marketing agency managing millions of dollars of ad spend and working on websites for large companies, Fortune 500s. And at a certain point in my life, I realized that I was helping companies increase their bottom line, but there wasn't really a direct correlation to serving anyone outside of, of that business. And I saw all these amazing companies that were were growing and, and they had a mission and a purpose and they were giving back and making people's lives better as a part of, of their business. And I wanted to help them. So that is, uh, I kind of made a U-turn on my career, left my job, took a risk and and started a company, Conversion for Good, to specifically help those businesses that were out there looking to make a difference in the world in addition to making a profit. Well, Steve, we're going to focus on that journey. We're going to tell a couple stories, some good, some not so good. You know, that's what we're all about here, spotlighting the guest, you on Entrepreneur on Fire. For our listeners, Fire Nation and my friends, you're in Chicago, the windy city. It's a chilly day out. We had a little pre-interview chat about how you're missing San Diego, so I won't rub it in anymore, and I'll just let you take it away. So bring us to your worst entrepreneurial moments, my friends. Tell Fire Nation that time that is just worse than any other time that you've had so far in your entrepreneurial journey. And Steve, really tell that story. My first business, I started it when I was the age of 22. I quit my job that I got out of college, and what I was looking to do was help K-12 school teachers get access to better retirement and financial information. And the the big problem with that business was me. <laughs> I knew nothing about sales, marketing, how to uh, present myself and speak to, to people in uh, a convincing and authentic way. And so as I... I went through this business. I suffered failure after failure, setback after setback, rejection after rejection. And each one was equally um, 
awful. You know, no one likes to be rejected. No one likes to feel <laughs> failure. And, <laughs> and, and the thing is even like little ones compared to big ones, they all hurt almost equally the same. And, and I'll get into this in the aha moment, but it was such a, a detriment to, to me to, to take all these things so personally. And they, they would set me back. It would take me a long time to be able to get up the, the nerve to try again. But the ultimate, ultimate, um, nadir, the bottom point for me was when I finally decided that I had to shut that first business down, uh, kind of disassociate myself as an entrepreneur, which is what I, I kind of came to view myself as for, uh, a, two or three year stretch of, of my early life and go and get a job in the corporate world and, and kind of go back against all the things that I had um, positioned myself as. And so the, the moment where I kind of had to accept that um, I, I wasn't ready at the time to, to really make it and to understand that, um, you know, the, the real world and the bank account doesn't tell any lies and that I had <laughs> lost all my money and then lost some money that, that wasn't mine. I was in credit card debt. Um, coming to grips with the, the fact that um, I, I didn't have it back then. I wasn't quite ready. Steve, I'm going to break in here for a second. So I know a lot of Fire Nation is wondering what the word nadir means. So I went ahead and Googled it because I didn't know either. And it means the lowest point in the fortunes of a person or organization. So Steve, you get an A in grammar class. Thank you for sharing that. I learned something today. I appreciate it. And, you know, I hear you, man. I feel you. You know, this is a tough moment. Numbers don't lie. You know, like Shakira says, these hips don't lie. Numbers don't lie. They just don't. I mean, if you're not producing more revenue than your expenses, you are on a sinking ship. You are on a shrinking runway. And that's why we always talk, Fire Nation, Always know your numbers. Always know what your runway is because you're not doing anybody any good as an entrepreneur if you're not continuing to increase your runway so that you have the opportunity to really take off and fly as a business. Now, Steve, what was really the lowest moment though? I want you to take us there. I mean, what was that conversation you had to have? Was it with your father? Was it with a friend? Maybe a girlfriend? Like, like what was really just tough about having to just walk away from your obvious failure? The two hardest things for, for me, one was, um, you know, I, I kind of built this, this image of, of myself to be an entrepreneur. And, to, and who? That, that was, to who? So to my family, to my friends, but most importantly to myself. And it was kind of, you know, at the end of the day, you have to face the person in the mirror. Uh, and there's a great poem about the man in the glass. And so the, the man in the mirror, the glass mirror, is the person that you really need to um, be accountable to at the end of the day. And I, I realized that I had um, you know, really not done everything that I could to, to be successful. I was not as efficient, as intelligent, as, um, as aware and being able to learn from my mistakes that first time around. And that I could have helped a lot more people. I could have helped a lot more teachers. And for me personally, I could have been more successful and made more money. But um, I, I saw this huge, huge area of need, a, a large group of people that could really abuse my information. I felt like I had, I had failed them and by extension and at the same time had failed myself. Yeah. This is the time to cue the Michael Jackson song, Man in the <laughs> Mirror. I have no doubt. So take it away, Michael. 
And Steve, what I really want to do right now is do a shift. I mean, you've told us this story of this struggle, this obstacle that you faced, this really difficult moment of having to face yourself in the mirror. Never easy when you don't like that reflection that's coming back at you, not physically, but just success or lack thereof. What was an aha moment you had? What was an epiphany? Like, at what time did a light bulb go on in your journey, one that you grabbed onto and turned into success? Now, I know you've had plenty, my friend, but tell us one story. Take us to one moment in time. Get specific. I can remember it very, very clearly. I was talking to a friend of mine, and I was kind of lamenting about my my failures with the first business. And uh, we were kind of going over, you know, what could I have done differently? What could I have done better? And he said something to me that totally changed my life. And it was that failure is just feedback. And that when he said that, it just like opened up my entire body, my entire perspective to like a, a whole new reality and that, that there was a lesson from every single failure. And if you read anything by any of the Stoics or read Ryan Holiday's Obstacle is the Way, they talk about like the seed of opportunity and insight is there in every single failure. And so to realize that if things don't work, that it's not like the, the worst thing for you. There's, there's a lesson. There's something in there for you to learn to realize that it's pointing you in the right direction. It's like your compass towards success. And that if you can learn every day and get 1% better, 1% smarter consistently, you're going to get to where you want to go so much faster than if you let yourself wallow and, and be upset and knocked down by temporary setbacks. Failure is just feedback. I mean, Fire Nation, imprint that on your mind, imprint that on your entrepreneurial soul, and you will go so much farther because of that. And Steve, Let's take a second and kind of wallow here in stoicism. You know, I've had Ryan Holiday on the show twice now. The last time was specifically to talk about his book, The Obstacle is the Way. You know, Tim Ferriss is a massive fan of stoicism. He actually does the either the last chapter or the foreword in The Obstacle is the Way. And, you know, they talk about stoicism, how it's impacted their lives. Let's talk about this for a second. Why does stoicism resonate with you? And what takeaways can entrepreneurs have beyond what you've already talked about from the Stoics? It's kind of funny. I see so much of a parallel between stoicism and between growing a business kind of, and also personal growth and and conversion optimization, really, in that you have to be so realistic and, and take the universe, take the world, take your situation, whether personal or professional or in your business as it is today. And, and then be a ruthless prag, pragmatic person and realize, okay, what is the most important step that I need to take from here? And that you continue to push forward and you continue to go after your goals and your dreams. And as time goes on, ideally you get, smarter you have greater depth and breadth of experience to draw upon and if you have that motivation if you have that mindset where you see everything as you can take something from it and get better and more efficient and all those things that it takes to eventually succeed because no one is successful overnight and oftentimes people you hear so many entrepreneurs tell their story and it's why you ask the question first is they have that moment of, of failure or many, many moments of failure, most likely, before they're able to figure it out and succeed. 
Absolutely. And so Fire Nation's listening now and they might be saying, okay, like obstacle is the way that might be a good resource. What would you, Steve, recommend for maybe one of our listeners right now that's saying, I want to check more and learn more about the stoicism stuff? I think obstacle is the way is probably the, the best primer if you want to read a book. Ryan's got a couple or listen articles. to an audiobook. Yeah, or an audiobook would be awesome too. Yeah, he does a great job. I think he reads it himself actually. That really, I think, is, is the way to do it. I, I read my audio book, and I, I think everyone hates the sound of their own voice, but I, I think it's kind of I don't. nice. And, <laughs> 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 and it took me 612 episodes, but I, I no longer hate my voice. <laughs> well, there are hundreds of thousands of people who also don't hate your voice. Oh, <laughs> Steve, that's so kind. Well, listen, I don't want to dwell here any longer because you've been covering so much, and I really want to keep this ball moving. So Obstacle is the Way, Fire Nation for Stoicism. Let's talk about some questions that I have for you and let's keep them brief, but not too brief because, you know, this is a chance for you to expound. This isn't the lightning round yet. Ideally, what do the first 60 minutes of your day look like? Yeah, this is such an important question. The morning is the rudder of your day. And, (laughs) And so ideally, I would spend my first 60 minutes doing Hal Elrod's Miracle Morning. And that basically involves meditation, some affirmations and visualizations, a little bit of exercise, reading, and then writing. So if I get those things out of the way, that takes care of a lot of kind of like the stuff I want to work on. Personally, it gets me really focused. And then at the end, I like to kind of just review and focus on my goals and my why for why I'm going to be doing what I'm doing that day. So that if I ever feel like a little bit of a lag in motivation, I can kind of reconnect with there's a much greater reason for why I'm doing this. Wow. Well, I can tell you that Hal Elrod was the seventh or is the seventh highest rated and downloaded podcast on Entrepreneur on Fire. Just a great, inspiring guy. His story is incredible. The book, The Miracle Morning, is awesome. Highly recommend it. You know, a lot of people are using the beginning of 2015 as really the emphasis and a leap off point to start taking control of their life. And to take control of your life, you got to take control of your morning. And that's why I love where you said the morning is the rudder of your day, Steve. So powerful. What is your biggest strength as an entrepreneur? Definitely vision is one. I I think my vision often outpaces my ability to execute on it. <laughs> but also, um, the being a, a conversion optimization expert is is huge in that I can validate things quickly. I can improve things quickly and, and scale things that work. So, um, you know, if if and when I hit on a winner, I'm generally able to to maximize its potential. What is your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? Anything that has to do with management and administration. <laughs> uh, you know, the I really, like a lot of people, enjoy the, the creative and the more fun and interactive and, and kind of exciting parts, the, the sexy, glamorous parts of the business. And then, you know, the very, very necessary parts of it, but maybe not necessarily as exciting or fun. Um, I, I've found that I, I can let them be ignored for a little bit too long until it's like a, the red light is flashing and then it gets the attention. <laughs> what is a habit that you wish you had? 
the morning is the rudder of your day. It's almost if you believe that in a way it can be limiting because if my morning doesn't get off the way that I, I usually like it to, then I find that a lot less gets done. And I think a lot of it has to do with just a limiting belief that if I don't get my morning the way that uh, I like it to, to be productive, then the day is shot. So being able to um, just be able to snap my fingers and kind of get myself into a more productive mode or to be able to overcome when when the morning or you know some part of the day doesn't exactly go the way as planned to, to fall back into uh, a better routine is something that I'm working on and I wish I had right now. What is the one thing that has you fired up right now? So the thing that I'm really excited about right now is the growing number of entrepreneurs and organizations who are really touting things like conscious capitalism or business with a purpose. And and that's a big part of the, the end of my book, Profit Hacking, is trying to encourage entrepreneurs to adopt a cause and a mission in their business. And I, I see that so many of the world's issues and, and problems are, are being solved by for-profit businesses more so than any other time in history. And I think that that's really where we're going to see um, some big tangible changes in, in the future. It's so exciting that the entrepreneur has just realized without a doubt the way to create massive wealth and fortune and success is to create massive value. And so now you have all these incredibly brilliant entrepreneurs running around creating massive value, knowing that they're at a day, time, and age, that that can be leveraged into incredible wealth and incredible success. Because if you provide enough value to enough people, you know that's the power of the age that we live in, Steve. So I love that too. And I'm not done with you yet, Steve. You're still on the hook for the lightning round. But before we get to that, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. In addition to building a successful business, having a strong grasp on your finances can be the key to your future. That's why I recommend watching the Great Courses series on understanding investments, taught by Connell Fullenkamp, professor at Duke University. In this series, you'll learn about investing in startups and whether or not the investments you may be considering are smart ones to make. The Great Courses has over 500 courses on a variety of subjects, including entrepreneurship, history, science, and more. Plus, you can watch or listen listen to the great courses with online downloads and streaming via their apps, or you can order DVDs or CDs. For a limited time, The Great Courses has a special offer for Fire Nation. Order from eight of their best-selling courses, including Understanding Investments, at up to 80% off their original price. But this offer is only available for a limited time, so hurry. To order Understanding Investments with my special offer from The Great Courses, you must visit thegreatcourses.com slash fire. Does the thought of missing one of your client or customer calls make you a little nervous? Being able to connect with your customers is integral to your success as a small business. If you can't show them you care, someone else will. But we all know being a small business owner is tough. You can't be everywhere and everything for everyone. That's where Ruby comes into play. Ruby is a team of virtual receptionists trained to make a difference in your day and set your business apart by providing excellent service to your clients and customers, allowing you to focus on what you do best. 
Podcast. Exclusive offer, Fire Nation. Use promo code FIRE, and in addition to your 14-day free trial, you'll receive 5% off all pricing plans, plus free activation, a $95 value. Visit callruby.com slash fire and enter promo code FIRE, or better yet, give them a call and experience their service yourself. Call 855-775-RUBY. That's 855-775-RUBY. Steve, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Bring it on. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? So I wouldn't say anything was holding me back from being an entrepreneur. I kind of dove in at the age of 22, but there was a lot holding me back from being a successful entrepreneur. And those were um, a lot of things that we, we discussed earlier, just not being prepared, not being organized, not um, being stoic enough, if you, if you will. And so that was uh, the big thing for me early on. That brought you to your knee dear. <laughs> oh, I nailed it. So <laughs> what is the best advice you've ever received? One of my college professors said to write down your goals and put them in your wallet or someplace that you're going to see them regularly, preferably daily. And to also write down a question and ask yourself, what am I doing right now? Is it a good use of my time to get to my goals? Because then it focuses you on you asking yourself, am I doing my best right now? Am I making the best use and highest use of my time to get me to where I want to go? Share one of your personal habits that you do have, Steve, that you believe contributes to your success. The morning routine is a huge one for me. Um, I'm getting more and more consistent at, at nailing it. But when I'm able to do it, I feel so clear, so focused, and so ready to go out and have a productive, valuable day. Do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? Absolutely. So Optimizely is an A-B testing platform, and they just very recently made themselves free if you have less than $50,000 or 50,000 visitors a month. And that's probably a a decent percentage of of the listeners' websites. So there's absolutely no excuse anymore to (laughs) go out and start A-B testing and working to increase your conversion rates. So I am over 50,000 a month, but can I get up to 50,000? Then it'll just stop optimizing for me? Um, I would actually need to look into that, but I think that is the case. Come on, Mr. Optimizer. Uh-huh. these things. <laughs> so if you could recommend one book for our listeners, Steve, and Profit Hacking is already in the show notes, what would it be and why? It would be Choose Yourself by James Altucher. That book was the, the thing that kind of was one of two books that really helped kick me out of the, uh, the corporate world. So That was I recent. Was, yeah, it was. Um, that came out, I believe, in, in June of 2013. Yeah. yeah. So I, I failed as an entrepreneur, and then I went and I was working in corporate America. And I, I always kind of felt the entrepreneurial drive and fire within me. And I think, I'm, I think a lot of people feel that they're, they're just born entrepreneurs, and I feel that way about myself. And I kind of grown comfortable in, in the corporate world and but like, you know, it's somewhere deep within me on a deeper level. I felt like I wasn't exactly where I needed to be. And reading Choose Yourself was a huge, huge thing to help me realize um, what I wanted to do and, and when to make my next move. And about six months after I read the book, I, I left my job and given entrepreneurship a second go. 
James, just a great guy. You know, I've been honored to now have been on his show, Ask Al Toucher, three times. He just came and did a great exclusive webinar for Podcast Paradise members. We got to ask him everything about podcasting. That was a blast. I just love his attitude, his mentality about life and choose yourself. Really emblematic of really the stance that he takes and as powerful as you can see, Fire Nation, which I know you guys love audio, so I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. Quick side note, Steve, have you listened to the Choose Yourself audiobook? I have not. Okay. I exclusive, almost exclusively read um, paperbacks. Well, big mistake in this case because James Altucher reads it himself and there's some added parts to this audio version that are just hysterical. Like one time his wife Claudia walks in and he's like, Claudia, I'm recording the book. No, I don't have to go pee. If I have to go pee, I will press pause and I will walk out of here and go pee. Believe me, I'm okay. And he's like, okay, back to the book. And he literally keeps that part in. Like, I love it. <laughs> that is absolutely hilarious. And actually, the on the front cover of my book, I have a quote from James. Oh, and nice. it's not it's not about my book. It's just a random quote from, no, I'm just kidding. It is about my book. <laughs> and I'm so deeply honored that I, uh, that he was able to to read my book and give me um, a positive quote. Oh, so uh, cool. That'll turn to me. So cool. Well, Steve, this next question is the last of the lightning round, my friends, but it is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and five Benjamins. What would you do in the next seven days? What I would do is I would reach out to a bunch of the CEOs or CMOs or whatever C-level executive of uh, businesses and companies that I'd like to work for and, and reach out to them and try and schedule a meeting. I would also invest some of that money to schedule calls with people of businesses that I'd like to work with who are on Clarity uh, or a similar service where I could pay by minute to get them on the phone and just talk to them and figure out what their problems are and what their hopes were and what their challenges were and see if there was a way for me to serve them, see if any of my skills and abilities matched with what they were looking for and needed and see if there was a way to work together um, to start selling. Steve, we started today on fire. Let's end today on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. So one parting piece of guidance, I'll give you a quote from astronaut Chris Hadfield, and he says, decide in your heart of hearts what really excites and challenges you and start moving your life in that direction. Every decision you make from what you eat to what you do with your time tonight turns you into who you are tomorrow and the day after that. And so the quote is a little bit longer, but the key takeaway is to remember that what you're doing today builds your future and that it's easy to look at someone with a successful business and think that it's almost impossible for you to build that for yourself. But they started exactly where you were, and it's a day-by-day process to build. And to find me, conversionforgood.com and profithacking.com are the two best ways to, to find my book and my business and to learn more about me. I'm pretty much the only Steve Dar in the world. So if you Google Steve Steve Dar, 
page one is all me. <laughs> I couldn't say the same for John Dumas. In fact, it was about a 55-year-old male that had hair down to his booty in a large wooden flute, which is why I had to adopt the name John Lee Dumas. I didn't have to adopt the name. I mean, use my middle name, Lee, for John Lee Dumas. Um, and it's worked out pretty well. So uh, no worries, Steve, if you're the only Steve Dar in the world. Well, that guy with the, the long hair has got some pretty good SEO if he's beating you. <laughs> <laughs> that was only day one. I've, uh, I've long since regulated him to about page nine of Google. Poor guy. <laughs> so Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with Steve and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Steve, S-T-E-V-E, in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up with all the greatness that he's been sharing today. Steve, thank you, my friend, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation. And for that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks for having me. It was a great honor. What if you could manage your biggest projects and communities with your team in real time, all in a single place? No more emails back and forth and no more confusion around your most important due dates. Trello is the app that lets you organize anything with anyone. See everything you've got going on in a calendar view, plus customize your dashboard and your categories. It's all super simple with Trello. Check out Trello for free today by visiting trello.com slash fire. That's Trello.com slash fire. Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Also, if you're an entrepreneur who's prepared to ignite, visit thefirepath.com where your passion and our guidance unite. See you there.